0: Welcome to the Voices of Young People podcast, brought to you by Springtide Research Institute. In each episode, we hear directly from young people as they respond to our research and share about the issues impacting their lives. As sociologists and researchers, we see a new story unfolding for young people, one that moves beyond traditional institutional boundaries and requires careful attention to the inner and outer lives of emerging generations. At the intersection of being and becoming, it's the Voices of Young People.
1: Hello, welcome back to season five. We're continuing our series coinciding with our brand new report, The State of Religion and Young People 2021, Navigating Uncertainty. I'm Marta abawaji I'm the head of community engagement at Springtide, and I get to produce this podcast, which is so fun getting to sit down and talk with all different young people representing many different faith backgrounds and spiritual identities. And this episode has Daniel. Um, He was a college senior when we recorded this episode, and he's also a football quarterback at Duke University. And he describes how Judaism has provided him with a deep sense of community throughout all different stages of his life. He highlights um, how participating in these weekly Shabbat dinners on his campus gives a weekly rhythm where he can take a break, stop, breathe, reflect, connect with other Jewish students and faith leaders. And he also describes how being in conversation with Friends, as well as his teammates from different faith traditions allows him to ask questions about his own faith practices. So, here's the episode.
2: Hi, so um, I'm Daniel. I'm 22 years old. I'm currently in North Carolina, where I've spent the last four years after graduating from Duke University with a major in economics. Um, During my time, I was also a quarterback on the football team, which took up a lot of my time. And I'm also Jewish, which has been a huge part of my life. And my Judaism's always been a huge part of my life ever since I was little. Um, My parents um, used to take me to synagogue every Saturday when I was young. um, And I was always just very connected to it. I used to, you know, when I was even like two three years old, I used to, um, at my Montessori religious school, act out parts of the service um, by myself and stuff. And my Montessori teachers didn't quite know what I was doing, but they knew I was enjoying myself. Um, and I always enjoyed going to synagogue um, every Saturday when I was younger. Um, I'm also the grandson of Holocaust survivors. Um, so that's been a huge, also part of my identity and, you know, my religion who I am. Um, and I've always just felt a strong connection to Judaism Um, that's, of course, evolved as I've gotten older and learned more and, you know, under different phases of my life, but it's always been a central part of who I am. I think what um, keeps me connected with, you know, my faith community as a whole is kind of the emphasis on community um, that I found in Judaism and how so many things are done as a community. Um, I've also been fortunate from growing up, going to Temple Emmanuel in Providence, that was a great community. Now here at Duke, um, there's a great Jewish community here. Um, I spent a lot of time at both the Freeman Center, which is the Hillel that's actually part of campus, and also the Chabad on campus. Um, We have two great rabbis, both Rabbi um, Nassim at Chabad, and then Rabbi Alana at the Freeman Center. Um, and both are great communities where I've really found a home in. Um, and just the people and you know, just the community aspects of Judaism, of it's really kind of my experience, communal religion, right? You're supposed to pray with other people, you're supposed to celebrate and you know, eat with other people. And so much of Judaism revolves around being in a community. Um, and that's and you know, one of the things that's helped me be connected to a lot of my, you know, I have a lot, I've made a lot of great friends from the Jewish community um, here at Duke, and also back home. I went to Jewish day school, um, K through five, um, so I have a lot, I'm still keeping in touch with my many of my friends from my class there, um, and just my you know Jewish community at home as well. Being around others and community and doing things, whether it be you know praying together. Or you know, eating together. Um, you know, like uh, like a Passover Seder, you know, Shabbat dinner I try to go to every week because that's kind of, you know, we're often like, you know, and that's been a huge experience here at Duke is trying to, you know, go to Shabbat dinner pretty much every Friday night. And it's, you know, my roommates always know I'm going to Shabbat dinner. Um and that kind of it's like, okay, it's Friday night, Shabbat dinner. Um and um yeah, just being around others as well, I think um and i think that extends to not just typical religious activities but also you know volunteering as a group um i've you know done some stuff um you know with my teammates. Do football is pretty involved in habitat for humanity so doing that too i think it's a different kind of maybe spiritual thing but i think also just you know tikkun olam, you know making the world a better place but doing things my community um and then also just having discussions about you know religion um and other things with people from different backgrounds and hearing their perspectives i think yeah that community aspect too of doing things with other people that are kind of religious spiritual um in some sense i think there are kind of two different times where i feel deeply connected um i think one is definitely you know when i'm in the jewish community especially I think around kind of the high holidays, um, Roshani Yom Kippur, just cause that's, you know, such a time of atonement and, you know, the start of the new year and stuff. Um, I think, and just being around, you know, there's so many holidays in that month too, um, you know, just on that, you know, Freeman or Chabad, even more than normal, um, and doing more Jewish things than normal. Um, that helps me feel just within the community. But I also think, um, you know, playing football at Duke. Um, football is a very southern sport. It's also a pretty religious sport. Um, and being kind of we have we had another couple of Jews on the team, but being, you know, such, you know, not very uncommon to be a Jewish football player, especially down south. And, you know, being one of the only Jews on the team and you know, a team that, you know, we pray every day as a team. Um, you know, we've had every year we, you know, take a team trip to church and stuff. And Um, and kind of doing that also makes, and kind of standing out as one of the only Jews, um, makes me also feel more connected to Judaism as well. And, you know, realize that, you know, I am kind of different than my teammates in that sense, but I am Jewish. And I think that also kind of, I noticed it made me kind of yearn for the Jewish, um, you know, Jewish connections more and stuff and to be you know, want to go, you know, to Freeman or, you know, Chabad or, you know, do something Jewish after those things as well, I'd say. Um, I'm not sure I have a specific time where it's kind of been an empty or shallow well, but I would say, you know, I'm constantly, you know, questioning things. I think, you know, one of the things about Judaism is kind of, you know, Israel means Yesharel, kind of fight with God, uh, kind of that kind of, you know, constantly questioning things and having discussions and, you know, you know, studying and you know, learning different things and wrestling with that and what it means and you know, what do I believe and things and I think that's kind of I you know struggle with that all the time. Um, then I, I, I'm not sure I have a specific example of when, uh, you know, that well of faith was kind of empty or shallow, but you know, I've definitely questioned things many times, you know, whether I be kind of from a discussion with one of my Christian friends who brings up a point or, you know, something and just struggling to figure out what my beliefs are and you know, you know, how religion plays a role in my life, I guess.
1: Just a quick break to give a shout out. Springtide is able to offer this podcast because of donors who make our research and actionable insights possible. Katie, a youth worker, recently wrote us saying, "'One of my favorite discoveries of the previous year has been Springtide Research Institute. I love sharing their work with fellow youth leaders and mentors. Their latest book, Work Life, is quite insightful.'" You can see more of our current findings on our website, springtideresearch.org, where you can also make your own tax deductible donation with a variety of giving options. Now, back to the episode.
2: Yeah, I think the you know number one thing I mean, that helps me feel most rude is going to Shabbat dinner pretty much every week. Um, and I think, yeah, that's just kind of okay. It's, Friday night, you know, it's time to decompress for the week. Um, you know, especially being a student athlete, um, in a school like Duke, not a lot of free time throughout the week, always kind of waking up early and then school and then, you know, other commitments and stuff. Um, I was always kind of running around. So, you know, Friday night Shabbat dinner was always a great place to kind of take a minute and breathe. Um, and, you know, Even if that's, you know, the only Jewish thing I do that week, um, you know, that was just something that was always there and helped me, you know, get back to, you know, okay, just take a deep breath um, and, you know, just have that, you know, couple hours. Um, So that was, I think, a huge part. And that was always kind of we would always try and have kind of a Shabbat dinner as a family growing up um turn off the phones as my sister and i got older that wasn't always the reality because we were both we're both now college athletes and we were both always had games and stuff but um you know we would always try and have a shabbat dinner whenever possible with family and also it was a great you know see friends we were all we trying to you know, have friends go over to friends houses for shabbat dinner um and you know that was always a huge part and still is both um Chabad and Freeman have Shabbat dinners every Friday night. I mean, numbers have at both have gone significantly up since I first got here, um, my freshman year. Which has been great to see the community more engaged. Um, I think a large part of that is just how great both the rabbis are and how engaging they are. Um, they're obviously very different, and you know how they practice Judaism is very different. But I think they both bring a lot of you know joy and knowledge, and you know they're both great at getting kids engaged, um, and wanting to come. And, you know, Chabad was also growing to, it was like, there'd be like maybe one or two tables my freshman year. Um, and, you know, pre COVID they actually would have sometimes close to a hundred kids there. Um, and so they were, that was like in their house. Um, and they just moved to a bigger place cause they couldn't, you know, fit everyone really. Um, and then the Freeman centers, um, a beautiful, you know, huge space. Um, also great for studying as well, and hosting various other activities. So those, you know, both were, both host Shabbat dinners every week. Um, both Shabbat dinners free to all students, which has been great. Um, and so I've got, I've spent, you know, I've gone to plenty of Shabbat dinners at both places, um, and I, you know, I've enjoyed going to both places. Um, I found a home in it at both. Um, some students have only, you know prefer strongly one over the other but that has not necessarily been the case with me um and i've learned a lot from you know both rabbis i keep kosher as well um so that's been kind of a huge thing i guess to almost center myself too i've had numerous discussions with teammates and stuff about it like why are you only eating that when there's a whole you know why are you eating you know why are you only eating you know, the salad or something, um, at team meals, um, having, you know, hundreds of key meals together, um, every day and stuff. So that was always, that was, I think the first main thing that, you know, why I started getting questions about my Judaism, um, and also having kind of a mezuzah on my door, uh, my freshman year, my roommate, um, he had been, he's from, you know, Dallas, Texas, um, and didn't know many Jews, so, explain to him kind of what a mezuzah was. He was also faith was a very big part of his life. So, we we're able to kind of have some discussions around that. Um, but, you know, keeping kosher is always kind of reminded me of my Judaism as well, because it's been something that's always present. Whether, you know, I'm going out to eat with friends or, you know, different things around that. Um, so, you know, that's pro- probably the most noticeable aspect of my Judaism on a daily basis, just because I eat a lot. You know, I've learned a lot from, you know, my teammates of other faiths and my friends um, of other faiths. Um, But I think just, um, just being on the football team, you know, praying before every lift or, you know, the Lord's prayer before every game or after practice. um, That's just, I think more just reminded me to kind of be thankful and, you know, take, take more moments to stop and kind of pray and be thankful and stuff. Um, So I would say that would be the biggest takeaway is just kind of, you know, in their connection to, you know, religion and spirituality um, has encouraged me to do it more in myself as well. I would say rather, you know, maybe nothing specific, um, but I would say in that sense, you know, just take more moments throughout the day. Yeah. So um, as I said, when I was really little, um, you know, two, three, four, I would you know, go to services and you know act out parts of the service at home. And I always enjoyed going to synagogue, Um, you know, the big old lunches after services were always great. And then a bunch of my close friends would go every week, you know, we would kind of mess around during services. And then, so I got older, I went to Jewish day school. I was always, really enjoyed, um, you know, the Hebrew and the religious aspect of it. I was always very connected. Um, and, you know, as I learned more, um, I went to public middle and high school, but continued to study, went to religious school. And then after that continued to kind of do the Hebrew high school where I was able to study with some, you know, various, you know rabbis and teachers. And that was great. Um, and then getting to college, I think, um, you know, it's still, it's still a huge part of my life. Um, I think one of the defining things about college is being around farm, you know, back home, not all my friends were Jewish, but, you know, a good amount were, and, you know, everyone knew, you know, about Judaism, what it was, right? We, we had Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur off at public school. Um, and just, you know, so many kids being Jewish, kids knew about Judaism and stuff. And coming to Duke, um, and being around kids who are from, you know, rural areas of the South or just had never been around Jews, didn't you know know anything about Judaism. So, you know, having to explain um, and also why I do different things that I do or why I don't do this, but do this has made me really think about that as well. Why do we why do I do this? Why do I believe this? Um, and I think that's also kind of solidified my faith. And, you know, I'm constantly, as I've said, questioning, you know, everything and why we do things, but also it solidifies when you question it and, you know, receive an answer that you like, um, or that you're satisfied with, or, you know, even, even that you're not satisfied with, but you're continuing to question. Um, it makes you, I think, believe all the more so in what you are doing. Um, so having that kind of question by friends, not in a you know bad sense at all, but just out of genuine curiosity, um, you know, what's that mezuzah? What's, you know, why aren't you coming to practice today? Um, all those questions and, you know, explaining the answers to that, um, which I don't mind doing at all. Um, it just helps me also, you know, has you know, helped me ask questions myself and, you know, hopefully a lot of the times receive answers, but, you know, not always the case.
0: Visit springtideresearch.org to hear more voices of young people and to download our latest report, The State of Religion and Young People 2021, Navigating Uncertainty. Thanks to a very generous donation, the digital version of this report is free to download. Springtide Research Institute is supported by donors who believe in the critical research and insight generating work we do on behalf of young people. Make your own tax deductible donation with a variety of giving options on our website today. Today's show was produced by Marta Abuwaji and TJ Birnbaum with original music by high school student, mm-hmm. Christian Unthink. Special thanks to the 10 guests featured on season five and to all the young people whose voices and perspectives make our research possible. Follow us on social media at We Are Springtide and interact with a variety of resources connected to the 2021 report with the hashtag religionandyoungpeople and young people 2021. Thanks for listening.